attention, parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your host. My name is Vinny. Joining me today in the studio, it is the man, the man we all love, the man we're rooting for, Carl Hamburger, everybody. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? I want to start off. By thanking you and your lovely wife for coming to the Ice Stub show yesterday. It was oh, great. It was a great afternoon. Great to see you down there. I was so off my game. I could not play the guitar to save my life, but I appreciate you uh, being there. And um, I don't know if you heard, I don't know if you were there long enough. It was a long show. My uh, jokes about discovering aliens. Oh, yes. I had one that did not go over well at all. Uh, was it the one about now that we know that there's aliens, can we stop pretending Jesus was the deal? I said, can we stop pretending Jesus died for our sins? That was it. Okay. <laughs> and that got, that was a boner in church. No one was having that one. I'm like, come on. It's kind of fun. And then my next one was, uh, now that we know the aliens exist, Muslims, boy, is their face red. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that was fun. But, Do you uh, have to repeat that on YouTube on this show? <laughs> just saying. I mean, can, I really? So, we know aliens exist now, right? Isn't that a thing? Or are we not believing it? What's going on? I truly hope that you got my booming laughter when I heard that. Yes. Did you hear it from the stage? Of because course. I laughed hysterically. Of course I did, buddy. Other people did not. So nope. you are correct. I had a great time. Thank you for uh, thank you for putting on a, a passable show. <laughs> uh, Crowe and uh, Chris were great. Yes, they were. They were great. They were fantastic. Uh, Carl. The reason I said everybody was vote was rooting for you this week, yes, is because we all literally had the opportunity to vote for you this week as the creep. That's true. Because Brian Johnson brought you as his. There were creep. two ways to vote for me this week. You could either vote for me and the creep that I brought, or vote for Brian who brought me as the creep. And with forty nine percent of the vote, Carl. Oh Jesus! There was three people and one person got forty nine percent. Yeah, you want to guess who it was? <laughs> oh boy, it was not you, and it was not me. So, congratulations to Brian Johnson. For the first time in a long time, we are putting another point in the guest column. The guests now have two points. Okay. And you and I are still tied with nothing. All right. Yep. This round uh, just started, and we did it with a wild card round with Brian Johnson, and Brian gets the uh, the point on that one. Good job, Brian. Ah. Well, congratulations. Congratulations Brian. on that. Well, Carl, before we get into the contest today, there's one thing that we should definitely recognize. It is a holiday today. Oh, I almost forgot. Holy crap. Today is Super Chat Monday. It is Super Chat Monday, buddy. Wow. And let's start off with CMOS 4044, shall we? Yeah, let's celebrate. Five Super euros. Chat Monday. Yes. Vinny and Carl are awesome, and they will read my Super Chat. This will confuse the great Seamus. However, apologies for that. You're not sorry. 
but we thank you for the for the super chats. Camp Critical at dollar ninety nine. F K K B. Stutcho is better at guitar. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> after yesterday, could be true. Uh, Uncle Sammy Poo, thanks for the four ninety nine. Ola Creepos, F Karen Brennan, and Vinnie Winnie Pizza Champ. Thank you, Uncle Sammy Poo. Uh, Bill Loney Esquire, Ola Creepos, vote Vinnie. Thanks for the two now, bucks. Now, uh, where's my boy Dayla? There he is. Dayla, two bucks. Vinnie tells dumb jokes. Carl's gold. Correct, Dayla. Thank you, sir. Uh, Carl. Have you and Brian Johnson started to plan out your epic trip to Gary, Indiana yet? I have not. I've been busy this week. All right. Here we go again. Right it's, been a busy, in- it's been a busy week, Vinny. I don't know if you know that. Carl stays on brand, doesn't he, folks? <laughs> There's been thing a lot about going on. It's been a lot going on. The Vinny. shockingly unavailable Carl <laughs> hamburger, everybody. But uh, We'll get on it. We'll get on it. We'll, yeah. we'll figure that out. And, of course, I have to do my other consequence, and that is listen to the Bill's Shout song for two hours straight. And live stream that. That should be fun. Oh, I think that you're going to end up in an institution after that. I might end up a uh, Dolphins fan after that. I'll have a hat waiting for you. I'll, I'll be standing I'll, out there, and I'll treat you like the number one draft pick. I'll have a jersey and a hat waiting for you. You know what will happen is I'll go to the Bills game. They'll score a touchdown, and I'll immediately curl into a ball. No, it's happening. Nothing would make me happier. Yep. Every time they oh. score a point, I'm like, ah, I got to get out of here. Holy shit, that would be the greatest accomplishment of my life. That Getting the Carl Suck sign in CM Punk's first AEW Dynamite segment. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yep. But getting you to actually have physical reactions to hearing what, something that you used to love. Oh, God damn, would that be sweet. Well, I've never liked the Bills song, but I do like it when they score points. Oh. So I, there is a connection there in my head that is a positive one, but Did- I have a feeling that will be ruined by this. Now, Vinny... On our Patreon, on the Creep Off Patreon, and thank yes, you, sir. people, for joining us. If you're watching us on the Who Are These Podcast channel, we're going to start putting this out on both on Mondays at, at 1 o'clock. But on our Patreon, we've been doing this thing. We've been watching this uh, this show called uh, Thunder in Paradise, starring Hulk Hogan and uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Jack Lemon's son. Yes. Chris. Okay, I was going to say, no one knows what his name is. They just know Jack Lemon's son. Okay. Well, he's not exactly memorable. The only way to describe the sidekick on that show is very smarmy and very horny. He's very horny. He never gets the girl because I have to tell you something, Vinny. I hope you don't get mad at me right now. I'm not mad. My my brother-in-law and his wife are staying with us. This past weekend, you we, didn't watch ahead. We have family. We have family you watched town. ahead. So I, we, you watched ahead. Listen, listen to me, Vinny. So we watched DVD number one that you and I have already gone through on the Creep Off Patreon, and they loved it. And the next night, this is what I hear from my brother-in-law and his wife: "Can we please watch another episode of Hulk Hogan?" And I said, "Really? You guys want to watch it?" They're like, "Yes, we have to watch it." So we did. And then the next night. Can we please watch? I've watched all three DVDs, Vinny. I've watched all three now, and I have to tell you, it's insane what happens in this show. So uh, are you going to act surprised when we watch it again? No, I'll probably have jokes pre-written this time. Oh, that'll be good then. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I would be so fucking mad at you. Vinny, when I tell you this show makes zero sense, what ends up happening, like it's like three different shows. There's some of the same characters, but the shows are completely different from each other. So I'll just say that. I, I wanted I wanted to spoil some plot lines because they're so stupid. Do we find out what happened with the guy who was gonna take the hotel? No. So his daughter The last thing we see is him 
Pete is like him having a hidden camera. Yes. Like Bubba yep. to watch Hulk have sex with his daughter. Right. Not the first person to watch Hulk have sex. Good point. Now, Vinny, that guy does show up in the third one. He's not in the second one at all. But Hulk's wife is gone and they swap out a, a new daughter. So there's a new little girl. It's never explained. And for some reason, okay. Spencer and Brew live together and they're like raising this girl. It's like my two dads. It's insane. I, dude, I, I'm so excited to watch it. It's so funny. Okay, well, we'll get back to it. I yes. have to tell you, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to have some pedo hunter theater ready to go for the scum stream this week. Okay. There's some good stuff going on with that. And we'll get back to Thunder in Paradise soon. Yes. We, we don't want to overkill like Carl did this weekend. Dude, I, I couldn't control it. It's It was demanded that we watch this show. Everyone was so into it. So Fucking that's what happened. Everything. Ruin everything. All right, now, Vinny, who got the second place votes? I want to know who's going to go first today. You. Oh, did I? Well, you brought Anthony Kiedis. Nobody likes Anthony Kiedis. Nobody likes Anthony Kiedis. I thought that was a winner. If if Brian brought me, I think I would have won that one. So I'm not even mad about it. I came in with for the jokes last week. Oh, here we go. I wanted to make fun here of the guy with the backpack full of dildos, okay? Here, here's Vinny when he loses. I wasn't even trying. I didn't even want to win last week. Okay. Here's Carl when he loses. Everybody's cheating! <laughs> well, they are! <laughs> oh, you're, you're Everybody's doing, cheating! You're doing Stut Joe's impression and Chad's impression and your impression. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I see what's going on here. Oh, yeah. Have you seen John's new going- impression where he does the, the teeth? Oh, shit. That's called going full Carl. <laughs> yeah, never go full Carl. Never go full Carl. Not a good look. All right, you're up first. We Today, we are going to uh, nominate our biggest creeps from the nation's biggest retailer. How have we not done this already? Biggest creeps from Walmart. Yeah, Walmart employees is the category this week. And before we start, though, Vinny, because I don't want to interrupt my presentation... There's a, can we just hit those super chats that came in? Oh, I was going to wait for right in the middle of your presentation. Yeah, okay. see, I, I didn't want to do that. Well, I want to interrupt with this one. Vinny is greater than Carl in every way, but especially humor and size. I will agree with half of that. I like a factual super chat I like will that. agree with exactly half of that, sir. Does John play the guitar, or is it the nail fungus? That's a good question. It, it used to be John, but it has morphed over the years dale i had to post his feed on the creep off discord two dollars gross yeah i saw that today that's weird yeah it was, it was a little weird uh zane zero zero thirteen thanks for the five bucks on lunch and was finally able to catch live so here's a five spot love you guys don't tell the potato oh i'm telling the potato he's gonna know i'm telling the potato thank you very much zane we appreciate it i appreciate that but and I, we should mention we do this every monday at one and it's perfect for lunchtime these stories well, that we tell while you're scarfing down a sandwich, always good. Get a nice bloody steak and uh, have a nice lunch while you hear the the creeps of the week. Yes, sir. Now, Carl, lots of things happen in Walmart. Walmart's particularly known for having gross, disgusting customers. Yes, I've noticed that. <laughs> yes, it tends to be what they're known for is the customers are the problem. But today, let's focus on the staff. All right, I'm going to start since I got more votes than Vinny last time. It wasn't by many. And I'm going to start off by presenting the employee who had been there for 12 years when he committed this heinous act. Investigators have identified uh, the shooter, 31-year-old Andre Bing. What else can you tell us about where the investigation stands at this point? 
They know that Andre Bing has worked for Walmart since 2010. He was an associate for the company and the supervisor of the overnight shift, which was just beginning after 10 p.m. when uh, he burst into this break room and opened fire seemingly at random, according to eyewitnesses. Yes, yeah, so here we have, in this is last year, 2022, Andre Bing, Jesus, who's the nighttime supervisor, they have this meeting in the break room. Now, the, the shift starts at 10 p.m. It ends at 7 a.m. So they're stocking the shelves overnight. And what they do is they all come in. There's there's 15 to 20 employees who work overnights. Right. And they say, okay, here's what we're working on, everybody. And they assign everyone the different areas of the store that they have to stock and let them know what they have to do. This guy comes in. Everyone just getting to work. This guy comes in with a 9 millimeter. And just starts pop, pop, pop. His coworkers. Yeah, not good. As far as the seven people who were killed, uh, Walmart and law enforcement telling us that three of those individuals, including the shooter, were found dead inside that break room where this entire ordeal began. Another victim was found near the entrance of the store, and three, the last three victims who passed away, well, they were taken to the hospital where they later died. So seven people killed, including himself. He was a coward who, after shooting up all his coworkers, decided to point the gun at himself. Yeah, that's that's why I don't like this story. Yep. Injured. Real creeps stay there and rub it in everybody's faces. What they well, do. hold on, we'll get to that. He injured four others, and the victims ranged in ages from sixteen to seventy. It's a sixteen-year-old working on the overnight shift. That sucks. It's a bummer. This is down in uh, Virginia. That checks out. All right, so let's talk. Let's uh, hear from one of the eyewitnesses who was a coworker, Brianna Tyler. And then, like when I walked in the room, something in me told me not to sit down. I don't know exactly what it was, but something just said, "Just stand up, just stand up." And I just stood up the entire time. And as soon as the team lead said he was about to get the meeting started, he said, "All right, guys, we have a really light night tonight." And as soon as he said that. The supervisor or the manager just came around the corner and literally just opened fire and just started swaying his arm back and forth. He didn't have a target. He didn't, you know, he wasn't aiming for anybody specifically. He literally was just shooting in, across the entire break room. Imagine you're covering for someone else's shift. I'm not supposed to be here today. And this guy's just shooting holes into your head. That's a bad day right there. That's a bummer. That's really crazy because when... People get to the point where they break like that. Yeah. You assume it's because fucking Yolanda's always late for a shift. Right. And if Filey was the last straw. Yeah. Yeah, you would think he'd had be picking out specific people, but he's just going in there. He's just done with everybody. 31 years old. He's just shooting up the place. Let's find out what he was like. Let's see what Brianna says he was like as a, a co-worker. Okay. He was just the supervisor that everyone warned everybody else about. So when you when you first started at that job, it was like, okay, this is the supervisor that is most likely going to pick on you or he's going to have an issue with what you do and things like that. So, you know, I, I had it noted in the back of my head that, you know, okay, cool, you know, we might run into an issue, but I never thought that it would be anything to this extent. Because like I said, he didn't say anything. He didn't point to anyone specific. He didn't aim at anyone specific. It was like he was just out to get any and everybody that he worked with. He genuinely just did not care. So this is the crazy thing is that it's not like this guy was showing signs that he was pissed off at everyone. He barely talked to anyone. Okay. So what we're learning here is that either this man is completely insane or all of these employees were terrible. Well, that's very possible. Except for one. There's a, there's one employee here, Jesse Wilkuski, who we're going to hear from now. Okay. And, uh, well, first off, she pointed out that 
And, and we were making fun of this when we were watching Thunder in Paradise. I like the bad guys always laughing at everything evil that he does. Like I've never heard of a bad guy laughing. Are at you things. telling me the assistant manager was standing behind him going, "Ah, <laughs> no, I'm telling As you, he was shooting. I'm telling you, the gunman was." Oh, she said at one point she heard him laughing. So this guy's shooting up all his coworkers. Like, ha ha! That was the asshole. All right, but uh. this is where it gets really. This is a little bit chilling right here. I'll, I'll warn you on this one, Vinny. So. This is this Jeski Wilkowski, and she had been an employee for five days. Okay. This was her fifth day on the job. She comes into work, and this happens, and she talks about she could hear after the shooting was over. She's hiding under a table. She can hear the blood dripping from these people who were just shot, hitting the floor. And the, the sound of the droplets, the of how much blood was coming off the different chairs. It was making a rhythm, and it was one of the most disturbing things. I, will, I think we'll never let go of that. So she's very... Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. How, how dare you, Vinnie Paulina? What do you think? This is a comedy show? I'm trying. This is <laughs> this is very serious. Could you imagine that though? You just watch your fellow coworkers get shot up, and you're hiding under a table, and all you hear is the blood dripping onto the floor. So then this guy Andre walks in, puts the gun up to her head, Jesse's head, and says, "Go home." And I have a theory on this one, Vinny. Okay. She'd only been there five days. She hadn't pissed him off yet. Eh, that checks out. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. He's like, "Nah, you haven't pissed me off yet. You're cool." Okay. Okay. All right. Now, that's – is this the uh, the whole I'll leave someone here to tell everybody about what I did kind of a thing? Well, no. Actually, what he did was he left a note on his phone. Okay. He left a manifesto, Vinny. Oh, yep. Christ. Let's find out why he did it. What was the motivation? What's he all upset about? What's going on with him? This is how, this is how it starts off. Here is a summary of Andre's manifesto. Much of this is paraphrased. Andre starts by apologizing to God for failing God. He said it was not God's fault, but his own. Andre failed to listen to the groans of the Holy Spirit and therefore poorly represented God. Oh, so this is all God's fault. I should have known. I should have fucking known it was God. God wasn't groaning hard enough? What does that mean? Yeah, this guy is crazy. So this is Dr. Todd Grande that we're listening to here. And so he starts off his manifesto. He hasn't done this yet, but he's like, hey, I just want to apologize to God. He's probably not going to like this. But he had a lot of reasons that he was mad at his coworkers. Now, he might have been a little bit paranoid, Fibby. As they tormented him, he remained strong. But then they hacked his phone and thereby removed his dignity. He thinks these Walmart employees who work overnights hacked his phone somehow. I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit on that. I doubt it. What could have happened that he looked at his phone and was like, oh, I've been hacked. They all must die. Yes. Well, this is what's crazy about it. So the paranoia is nuts here. He thinks they were communicating with each other in code and they were all calling him out. His coworkers laughed at him and called him Jeffrey Dahmer. He differentiated himself from Dahmer by saying he would never murder people who entered his home. Okay. Andre believed that his coworkers used code to communicate secretly to one another, but he was able to figure out the code. Andre realized that one particular coworker betrayed him, 
He felt as though betrayal was one of the worst feelings next to regret. All right, so he thinks that all of his coworkers are mocking him. They don't care about you. You're not that interesting. They're not that into you, Andre. Oh, I guarantee you they were mocking him. Uh, but Carl, hold on a second. Yeah. He is saying that he won't kill people if they come to his home. What does that mean? Right, yeah. So I I'm guess- a good host. I only murder people at work. Right, I know. Like. I didn't understand that either. He's trying to say he's better than Jeffrey Dahmer for that reason. There's other things that Dahmer did that you didn't do, sir. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see you rip anybody's penises off with your teeth and paint them black and put them in a bag. I, I checked out a lot of news stories on this. I didn't see any of that yeah. happening. I don't think that happened at all. So maybe. maybe you're not as good as Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, this is what's going on. So this guy is super paranoid. He's got a lot of voices in his head. And I think he's making up his own story of what's going on at work. His coworkers gave him grins, which were described as evil and twisted. They mocked him as they celebrated his downfall. So in this guy's mind, every coworker who smiles at him is actually giving him an evil grin and mocking his downfall. Because in his mind, he's having a break with reality, obviously. You might, you might have noticed that. This is really terrifying. Well, this the worst part is, is that Vinny... He didn't even want to murder anyone. Andre then talked about his intent. He never wanted to murder anyone. He considered himself to be one of the most loving people in the world. He was obsessed with the thought of finding a wife, but also did not believe he deserved a wife. Okay, so he's a hopeless romantic. But, Vinny, what we're hearing here is this guy thinks he's amazing. He's super nice. He doesn't want to kill anyone. So why the hell, then, did he go off and murder six other people, co-workers of his, at the beginning of a shift. Can you guess what the answer might be, Vinny? I have the answer for you. I am waiting to hear the answer. Here is my kicker. He did not plan his crime. Rather, it was like he was led by Satan. Andre wished that he could have saved everyone from himself. God damn it, Satan. You did it again, Satan. God damn it. This guy is evil, this Satan guy. Have you heard of Satan? Every time. Every time he gets me. Ugh. God damn it. Could you imagine if Satan's really concerned about Walmart employees who are working overnight shifts? I'm just... He's got bigger fish to fry, this guy. I like to think they all work for him. Right. Directly. Well, that guy did. But hold on a second. So he left this on his cell phone right before he went to go do this. Right. Right. And he was apologizing to God, which if I'm God, I'm like, well, you don't have to do this, you know. Don't apologize to me. Just, you know, don't do it. It's probably what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'd listen to him. He sounds like a bad friend. Yeah, he sounds like a bad friend. So uh, Andre Bing is my creepiest Walmart employee because he murdered six of his fellow coworkers and tried to kill more and let one of them go away, get away. So that was nice. But, All right. Um, we have some super chats before you present your creep and creepiest Walmart employee. Let's get to Let's uh, hit those real quick. Not real quick. We love we love all you guys. Uh, we hold to, on. Uh, Here we go. We want to see what you're doing. Wow, we got a bunch of these. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. There's a bunch if you want to scroll up a little bit, I dun, think. Dun, dun. Uh, Oh, yeah, right after, right after that one. Yep, here we go, folks. Dela, when Carl's feet are absent, you know God doesn't exist. Okay, okay. fair enough. Domnall, 1989, thanks for the 499. Has John, money founder of modern gender theory, have been presented as a creep yet? Ooh, I don't think so. Yes, he has. Oh, he has. On episode 108 by our pal Dick Masterson. Oh, when I wasn't here. Yeah. Oh, good call. Like the best episode we ever did. Probably. Uh, Uncle Sammy Poo, thanks for the four ninety nine. Is it bad I'm more bothered by Chad Zumak being an RHCP fan than Anthony K being a creep? Yeah, I'm not surprised by that at all. I can see Chad Zumak having really bad taste in music and liking the Red Hot Chili Peppers and other stupid ballads about California. Hey, Chef Jeff. Hey, let's write another song about the state we live in. 
It's enough, Anthony. We get it. California yeah, we get it. is so cool. Ugh, fucking stupid. Catholic school girls still rule. Ola Creepos finally catching the show live. Hey, Chef Jeff. Good to see you. Thanks for the two bucks. Chris Primer. Is it Super Chat it Monday? It is Super Chat Monday. Thank you, Chris Primer. He asked us twice. Oh, I love it. Great question. Bees Nietzsche. Thanks for the twenty dollars. Well, he wrote, he wrote, "Is it Super Chat Monday?" And then he wrote, "Is it still Super Chat Monday?" Got it. There is some nuance there. Forgive me. Bees Nietzsche with twenty dollars. You know what that deserves? That deserves one of these. Yay, super chats! You want to read that? I listened during drive, but since I have a moment and saw you live, keep up the good work, Vinny. Will do, pal. Wow, that was like a poem. Thank you, Bees Nietzsche. Uh, Pete D. R.I.P. Pee Wee Herman. Shut the fuck up. No. No way. I'm no, looking up no, right no, now. No, no, no. No! No, 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 no. No. No, no. We have to find out like this. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. What the hell is he supposed to be? That well, ain't funny. I have to say that that is, uh, that is not funny. All right. That's a bummer. Huh. Jesus. You know what? Somebody paid us ten dollars to tell us Pee Wee Herman died, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Bill Lodi Esquire, two dollars. Wish Carl worked at that Walmart. Oh, but... Is that the, is that the real Bill Loney? Is that a different Bill Loney? No, that's him. Vinny works for <laughs> Folk Carl. Hey, Dave Chandler. Hey, David Chandler. What's up, buddy? Thanks for the nineteen ninety. Bring this doll merch, dial seven. These MFers are calling me Dahmer. Guess I better fucking kill everyone. Yep, that's basically what just happened there, yeah. And the guy was a supervisor, so he was telling other people to bring the doll merchandise aisle seven. Uh, but. Super Nintendo Chalmers, thanks for the super <laughs> sticker. And still my favorite name in all of the chats. That was great. Super Nintendo Chalmers. All right, Carl, I aim to prove one thing today in my presentation, that there is a difference between someone who's completely insane, like your creep that you presented, and someone who is an actual creep. Okay. So here we go. My creep... Worked at a Walmart that I have actually visited, Carl. Okay. In a place called Cullman, Alabama. One of the worst you places. Win. You win. I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Cullman, Alabama, as my wife from Alabama calls it, the worst part. Okay. The okay? worst part of Alabama. Wow. Now, we're going back to this spring, February 22nd to be exact. A Cullman County police officer was at this Walmart dealing with the report of shoplifting when he was approached by a very upset customer. Now- Apparently, this customer was the father of a four-year-old who had been in the bathrooms with his son and noticed the old cell phone camera mm. coming up under the stall trick. Okay. Yeah. Now, sitting on the other side of that stall, Carl, was my creep today. Let's take a look at this guy, Ethan Richardson. He looks like he gets a lot of pussy, this guy. He looks like Samoa Joe's retarded cousin, if yep. anybody gets that. Um, but this kid... He's sitting in there. He's on break. He's got the Walmart vest on, <laughs> Ethan name tag, and he's in there doing the upskirts. Now, this was a four-year-old child, Carl. His phone was immediately taken. B uh, boy or girl? Uh, doesn't say. Does not say. So his phone was taken. He was taken into custody, and he was arrested. Now, after some investigation into this, the police department came out to say that this guy used his platform as a Use his job as a platform uh, okay. to create child <laughs> pornography. I see. Okay. Yes. So 
at times. Was he like the bathroom attendant or something at this Walmart? Do they have bathroom attendants at Walmarts? I haven't been to one in a while. The police said this guy would just sit in there and wait for children to come in. Okay. I'll, do you know how psychotic that is? Yeah, I know exactly how yeah. psychotic that is. There are also very disturbing allegations in a civil lawsuit that was filed by that parent uh, against Wal- Richardson and Walmart. The lawsuit alleges that an associate manager told a police officer at the scene that Walmart had received several prior complaints against Richardson from parents regarding him speaking to their children inappropriately. I love that story. <laughs> now, so why is this guy allowed anywhere near the bathrooms at this Walmart? I don't well, think that he should be the one cleaning the toilets at this point. Everybody place. shits, Carl. But the fact that they had received multiple complaints leads me to wildly speculate what he was saying to these children. Okay. Uh, you speculate away, my friend. Was he catcalling? Probably. What the fuck is going on? Oh, I was listening to Blind Mike on my phone, and the podcast app started going off. Sorry, guys. I, I thought I heard something that was actually entertaining for a second coming from that microphone. I was wondering what that was. Oh, boy, are you a cunt. Now, <laughs> this guy was catcalling these children, Garl. Yeah. Like, he's kids are walking through the toy aisle, and he's going... You got to take a dump soon. Hey, good looking. Hey, good looking. I'll be back to pick you up later. (laughs) So when all was said and done, once they went through this, I mean, this guy's a fucking loser. Look at this fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, Once they went through his phone, they found videos of children as young as two years old Mm -hmm. shitting that he was filming in a Walmart. Can you think of anything more disgusting than your kink being Alabama kid shits? Well, the worst part is you're so proud of your kid for being potty trained. And here you got a two-year-old using the potty. You're like, yay! And then he's turning into child porn. You're like, oh, damn it. And this fucking guy's in there going, yay, it's <laughs> yeah. potty time! <laughs> yeah, right. Whee! Potty time! Oh, Excellent. God. Dude, this- that, that is the weirdest of, of all kinks, I have to say. Yeah. Now, <laughs> is, that a, is that the right word for watching a two-year-old shit? A kink? Probably not. He apparently started this behavior that he could tell in October of 2022. Okay. So he was up to it for a good six or seven months. Uh, so 19- he had quite a collection. Are you saying he had more uh, photos of kids pooping than Ray DeVito has baseball cards? I would, say, I would say that there was at least 53 charges of creating child pornography. Okay, so not as many. Okay, got but it. But hold on a sec. Do you realize how much time you have to put into getting 53 children's like in a Walmart bathroom for the crime of opportunity? Vinny, Do you realize how I much don't. of your day has to be centered around <laughs> fucking eyeballing the bathroom? I honestly have no for idea. A child I, to have to take a dump. I couldn't even fathom so you can get off I have later. No idea. It might take a week. It might take two years. I have no idea, Vinny. Uh, this is not so, something I know. Ladies and gentlemen, the the, the level of depravity here is why Ethan Richardson is the biggest creep this week. This other guy shot his coworkers because they sucked and they were assholes. Hold on. This this guy. is where this is where you lose me here, Vinny, because now you're no longer just explaining why your creep is a creep. Now you're trying to explain why people should vote for you, and that's yeah. just not true because think about the victims of this crime didn't even know they were victimized. How bad of a crime could it be if you just think you just took a shit at a Walmart? That's all you thought happened that day. These people fucking died. It's very different. You have, if you ask me which one of these guys I'd rather sit next to on the bus, mm-hmm. is it the guy who showed a little bit of mercy to the person who didn't piss him off, or is it the guy who's jerking off to two-year-old shitting? 
I'll sit next to the guy who showed mercy to the one coworker who didn't piss him off because I'm going to try not to make him mad. If you say so. That's just me, guys. If you That's say so, me. buddy. I don't know. I don't know about that. You know what? Here's something we could all agree on. Mike Cuts, thanks for the two bucks. FKB. FKB. So go to thecreepoff.com. That's where you can vote on who you thought brought the bigger Walmart employee creep this week. Yes, sir. Now, I would like to, before I go, for the just so we don't get sued, here's a statement from Walmart about Ethan Richardson. Oh, okay. Yes. We are closely working with law enforcement in this ongoing investigation. We terminated Mr. Richardson in February after we were made aware of this incident in our restroom. Out of respect for everyone involved, and because this matter is in litigation, we are not going to comment further. Now, this guy, no trial yet, no conviction yet. This just happened. This is uh, a real fresh shit of a crime. All right. All right. Carl, I think- If you win this week, I swear to God, that's going to set a very dangerous precedent, because then Vinny's going to be pulling in everyone who watches children's shit. That'll be every creep he brings in from Listen, here now. It's this FedEx employee watches children's shit. Oh, what's category today? Oh, it's um, Portugal. This guy from Portugal watches children's shit. Like, oh, God damn it. You know, Carl, I learned from can- from bringing in cannibals too often. Yeah. You can't rely on that. You okay. got to. It's got to be mixed up. You could up. have a, a sweet curveball, but you got to mix in a, you know, a cutter and a fastball here and there, right? I mean, but the second I saw the story... And I saw the amount of victims, the age of the victims, and the fact that it's a Walmart in Alabama, and just how prolific you have to be to get that done. Wow, you're really you're really pushing the Alabama narrative on this one. Well, listen, dude. Not everyone all there them looks like me, Alabama, but worse. Vinny. Everybody there looks like me, but worse, Carl. Not everybody is all those from Alabama. We're all traumatized by dude, Alabama. The like two-year-old had a beard like mine. Okay, it's a fucking weird, gross place. We had a review girl, Hannah, who was reluctant to tell us. That she was from North Carolina just because it's close to Alabama. That's how much you hate Alabama. Well, listen, there's a fine get line over between it. North Carolina and Alabama. There's a huge difference. And that line is Hannah. Uh, Mike Cuts, thanks for the 20 bucks, man. FKB. FKB, I've seen that a lot lately. That seems to be a trend. Yeah. If you mean it, it's worth it, I guess. I don't know. Fucking. Th- well, Carl, okay. are you over that yet? Are you like just d- moving on with this? I, I think I'm ready to move on for sure. I am annoyed that Kevin Brennan tried to fuck up my show, tried to fuck up my interview with Centering John, and then the next day tries to gaslight everyone by saying he didn't. And also pulled the Chad Zumach move of saying, yeah, but it made his show even better, even though that was not his intent in any single way. Glad it did work out better. But it's, it's like just like Chad saying he got a black eye to help Misery Loves Company. Oh, I made up a crazy story to help the show. No, because you're embarrassed about what actually happened. Yep. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. So KB pulled a uh, a Chad Zumach. All right. Maybe we should start calling him the K-Man. The K-Man? Yeah. Like Z-Man. I kind of like that. Is that better than Karen Brennan? It's definitely better than Karen Brennan because the second you started doing that, it was just two shades of stuttering John. Yeah. People were telling me that. Shades of stuttering John. Yeah. I've I've heard that a little bit. All right. Did we miss some more Super Chats real quick? We'll just hit those and then uh, I do have a episode. Nope. We got them all. Well, actually, hold on. We got a- I'd prefer to sit by Carl. Vinny's a f- f- double-seater, I guess, is what he was trying to write there. He says I'm a double-seater, Carl. Yes, also, DeLa says that that creep that you brought looks better than you. That's, uh, yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you, DeLa. Agreed, sir. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, take a look. Everyone can look right now. You can all just go. Who would you rather nail? 
you to a fucking cross. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. All right. With that, it is time for a little segment that we like to call Creepos. Now, you know what this is, Vinny. This is where I look at other true crime shows, and I like to bring them and review them on the Creep Off to prove that we have the best true crime podcast on the internet today. Not hard. Most of them suck. They all suck, Vinny. Except for Sword and Scale. Mm-hmm. Mike Brady is great. We like him. We like him. But all of the rest of them suck balls. I was actually messaging with Mike yesterday, and he's all in on the uh, the Dabbleverse drama. Which oh, good. Is, which is really cool. Good, good, it's good. good to know. Because he's a, he's a big deal in podcasting. Um, All right. So what we like to do is dissect some of the other podcasts that do true crime. And we're petty about it. We show you why they suck and why we're better than them. Mm-hmm. Now, there's simple a, formula. There's a ton of true crime shows out there, Vinny. Just just a, a metric shit ton of true crime shows. The internet is chocker box full. Yes. And most of them are women who are drinking with their girlfriends, reading Wikipedia, it's just a giant shit show when it comes to true crime podcasts. But there's one that we reviewed on this show before that I keep coming back to. I have to just keep coming back to it because it's so amazing to me that this exists on the internet. I can't figure out why this exists. Is this what I think this is? Hello, I'm Wendy and that's Beth. Hello. And we would like to take a moment to welcome new listeners. So welcome, Buiti Binafi and Bienvenidos Bitches to Fruit Loops Serial Killers of Color. Fruit Loops Serial Killers of Color is a weekly podcast hosted by us, mm-hmm. a multiracial, multigenerational set of BFFs. How did we get here? Well, when we realized that podcasts like ours about marginalized perpetrators and victims with hosts like us didn't exist, we just decided to do it ourselves. Yes, so join us as we tell the fascinating stories of the crimes and the victims that often go untold by the mainstream media. And because context is everything, we often add in historical and cultural details of the crimes and criminals in order to get a sense of what might have led to these crimes. And the reason why Vinny and I are obsessed with this show is because I cannot wrap my head around this premise. Carl, she used the term marginalized perpetrators. Yes! Seriously! Marginalized perpetrators! And this is episode number 200. They do a Q&A episode, which is what I'm going to present to you today. With all the questions, why? But they, they start off by say, welcoming new listeners. Hey, if you're new here, this is what we're doing. And then after that, they explain it again. And I'm glad they do, because I still could not figure this out. Contrary to popular belief, not all serial killers are straight, cisgendered, white dudes. Well, fucking These raise crimes. the flag. <laughs> so they're... Biggest concern, and I I have to repeat this. People have not heard us review this show before. Their biggest concern is that the only serial killers that are getting covered by the media are white, cisgendered, straight men. And they're they're like, they're getting all the headlines, these assholes. This is really fucking... And why why is that, Vinny? These crimes rarely get any public attention because the news is racist. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) And so what I can't figure out, what you and I have tried to figure out, maybe someone can help us here, is where is the racism coming from? Has has anyone just showed these two idiots Fox News? No shit. Because all Fox News is is pointing out minorities do it too. Oh, there's perpetrators out there for sure. There's a few of them. It happens. I don't know. It's so insane because when they're saying that the news is racist and therefore doesn't cover... The, the crime that's happening in the black community, it's like, yeah, but I think that's because 
they're trying not to be racist, isn't it? Isn't that why they don't cover these stories? Because, yes, we could talk about all the gangbangers that are driving around shooting up neighborhoods and, and hitting four-year-olds with stray bullets. But we don't cover that stuff because we're trying not to be racist. But they think that's, I think they think that's racist. But I, you know what? I can be totally off on this. I don't know. Maybe they're just saying, like, black on – I don't know. See, this is where I, I get very confused by this. What I honestly think is happening here, folks, is that these people don't have a point. No, they don't, but they know the buzzwords are out there. And, and that's it. It's yep. buzzwords with zero substance or point. Yeah, so let's let's hear the buzzwords. We love talking about true crime, but we also use these true crime stories as an opportunity to talk about race relations, systemic racism, policing, history, and culture. How fun! What a fun true crime show this is. We're going to talk about race relations, systematic racism, policing, history, and culture. Can we pass, get pass, to pass. the rape and murder? Yes, right. That's not why people tune in to true crime shows. So, Vinny, when I hear this show with this woman, Wendy, who's a black, black Latinx person, and Beth, who's a white girl, but one of the good ones, according to Wendy. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God, that's right. <laughs> remember that? She's one of the good ones. Do you remember when Wendy, or uh, the the other one, is just trying to, like, suck up yep. to her? She's just like, shut up. You yes. can't possibly understand my struggle. Correct. And what's crazy about this is you listen to the show and you go, "What? what is their point? Who is this for? Who is listening to this? But, of course... Companies like Apple are pushing the shit out of it. Throughout the year, Apple Podcasts celebrates well-established podcasters leading their categories, and we were selected for true crime. Hey, Get, the horns. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. So I don't know if that's like the new and noteworthy section, if they still do that. I haven't. People don't look at Apple Podcasts anymore, but there was a time when that was a big <laughs> deal. If you got selected for new and noteworthy, you were getting thousands of new listeners from that. And, of course, a show like this, they probably read the description and they go, oh, minority, race baiting, systematic, whatever. All right, cool. Yep, that's a winner. I mean, this thing is one step away from saying we like to empower minorities and LGBTQA youth to be serial killers. Right. They can do anything they want to do. They can also be serial killers and monsters just like white men. Yes, but they don't get the same opportunities to be monsters. Right. They're not getting the press coverage, that's for sure. It's okay. just buzzwords, man. It's just buzzwords. Holy now, shit. Now, these two are going to CrimeCon in Orlando. Are you going to CrimeCon this year? I applied for us to go to CrimeCon. We haven't heard back. Uh, what is Brian McBride saying? McBride says, you guys should jump on this and let everyone know only minority perpetrators from now on. That, oh, have we done that category yet? Creepiest minority? Yes. No, I don't think we will do <laughs> I don't right. think that's I like that, that Brian. That's a good idea. That'll get us on new and noteworthy in no time. Way to go, McBride. So you did try to Syracuse. Everybody. You did try to get us on to uh CrimeCon. Absolutely. Okay, I signed so the application. This is a convention for true crime podcast fans and true crime podcast hosts. And these two are gonna be on podcast row. I think it takes about two seconds of any of these places listening to what our show is for them not to accept us in the true crime community. I remember, this is going back a long time, but I remember my buddy Kevin, my, my first co-host of WATP, saying, you know, it'd be nice if, if they would recognize us and put us on like new and noteworthy. I go, Kevin, all we do is rip the shut of every podcast. Why would they do that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that we would not be a good poster boy for podcasting when we talk about how they all suck. We had a new review on uh, Apple Podcasts I know you said nobody looks at it. I saw it the other day, and somebody wrote something like, Carl and Vinny laugh like schoolgirls at schoolgirls dying. 
That's a good review. And it just pretty much sums up. That's a good description. What yeah. our show is and why they don't pick us up. That's a good. That's a good description. But these two do get picked up for things like that. They're on the podcast row. You can go there and meet them and listen to the way they promote this because these. This just fun. Wendy is just so fun. She has such a personality. This one. Life is like a hurricane here at Crime Con. <laughs> Mysteries, murders, evidence. It's a Crime Con. Crime Con. Woo! That's right, Fruities. Crime Con 2023 is going to be in Orlando, Florida. We outside. Are you allowed to call people Fruities? Yes, that's what the listeners of the show are. They're a bunch of Fruities watching the show. I don't think I'm allowed to call people fruities. Wendy's allowed to call you whatever the fuck she wants. Oh, that's apparently. True. So yeah, they decided to sing Ducktales and yell "Crime Con" a bunch of times in a row, and the other and Beth eats everything up too. Everything Wendy says, Beth is like, "Oh my god, ha ha ha! This is amazing. This is so much better than if a white person was saying it." Right. I would love to do a, a show. I'd love to be the co-host with Wendy and just let her fucking songs and shit fall flat. And watch her just squirm. stare at her. Yeah. Just, huh? Carl, you sandbag son of a bitch. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> All right. So as I said, episode number 200, it's a Q&A episode. They're, they have a bunch of questions that came in from the listeners, and they're going to address them. And I have to tell you, this is 20 minutes into the show. They finally get to the second question. And wait until you hear this doozy okay. of a question, Vinny. The next question is from Seth, who I think joined us on the last yeah, on the last video, video club. Yeah. Yeah. So that's hey, right. Hey, Seth. One of our ride and dies. Ride or die. Day one. Yeah, we love you, Seth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seth asks, "Why are you so cool?" Multiple uh, question marks. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, P.S. This is the Seth from the Facebook group. We know who you are. Yeah, we know who you are. (laughs) P.P.S. My pronouns are they, he. Well, thank you for including your pronouns, Seth. That's very important in this question. Can you imagine the second question they read? Why are you so cool? You know, I got some questions from our listeners, Vinny. Um, Why is Carl so amazing? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. I don't don't know. I don't know how I do it. How is it that Carl's the best part of every podcast he's on? Wait know. a second. Those so aren't nuts. real questions. <laughs> Those are not real questions. And by the way, Seth adds about as much as fucking uh, Jake Hudson to a fucking show. That that was the, why would you even read that? Why would you even read that? But then they actually answer that question. Now, first, Wendy's going to be very hilarious with her first answer to this. Nope. My question to you, Seth, is Ooh. when and where can I schedule a time for you to tell my kids that? <laughs> I'm over here thinking I am cool mom, and they are not They're embarrassed. In agreement at yeah. They're completely <laughs> embarrassed. So uh, I don't. I don't know. I never ever thought of myself as cool. I'm actually a yeah. big fat dork. Hello, exactly. Good. All right. I'm glad you recognize that. I hate everything about this. That woman laughing at that. Will you tell my kids that? They think I'm embarrassing. You are. You are embarrassing. Stop embarrassing your children. Stop being on the internet. Could you imagine people. having to be like those kids and try to explain what your mom does to other kids at school? She's trying to get other kids of color to like murder people. Yeah. She thinks that white people <laughs> have been controlling serial killing for too long and she thinks that 
Other people should start serial killing more. I love it when she makes her kids wear fruity T-shirts to school. All right, come on. Be a fruity for me. Come on. Come on. Support the show. Get your fruity shirt on. Oh, my God. You know how, like, in some of the schools, the kids will come dressed one way, and then they change their clothes because they're non-binary or whatever it is, and they don't want to tell their parents? I wonder if these kids get to change their outfits when they get to school, take their fruity shirts off, and wear real clothing. All right, you ready for Beth's answer to why are you so cool? Oh, yes. I mean, I am. Vinny, they, they, they want to read that question and just go, okay, we're not, but thank you. That's fine. But instead, they have to both sit there and seriously answer. Like, that's not even a super chat. There were, like, <laughs> nobody even gave a dollar I to know. read that shit. It's so stupid. Yeah, I've never, ever thought of myself as cool. I was, I was a big, fat nerd. Was a big, fat nerd? Was. Really, Beth? <laughs> I got bad news for you. Still going. Uh, somebody said that lady a dollar. Now I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So now they're going to talk about both of these women, I believe, are overweight. At least they sound like it. Mm. Now they're going to talk about how um, they weren't great at sports growing up and they weren't very popular in school. Yeah, I was laughing when you said picked last for every team because I remember in gym class when they would pick teams, mm-hmm. I remember them fighting over who had to take me. Ah, yeah. that happened to me too. Me too. Oh my God. That is the worst. Oh my God, this is so pathetic. Really, I'm starting to feel bad for them now. I got to this point of the show and I'm like, okay, maybe maybe I don't need to pile on. What the fuck? Is it bad that I almost yelled, me too? Yeah, no. he's also just like, yeah, I no. know about that feeling. No, fuck that. Uh, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, why don't you all just go to therapy? So then the question comes in, where's your favorite place to go on vacation? That's a great question. For Is it Orlando? True crime podcasters. Crime well, it's funny you say that because Beth's going to talk about her favorite place to go and why it's her favorite place. Uh, So... Disneyland is your favorite. Yes. I just love it. I don't know. It's almost, I feel like I'm a kid again. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's really nice. Like you go to other amusement parks and they're dirty and they're not, they don't make you feel like you're someplace else. Uh When you go to Disneyland, I feel like I'm in another world. I don't don't know. That's so sweet. It makes my imagination. (laughs) Yeah. It powers up my imagination. Oh, I love that. Yeah. All the kids think she's Mr. Smee. (laughs) (laughs) No. Just a dumpy fat. So am I in the minority here? I don't want to feel like a kid again. I'm past that part of my life. I like being an adult. I don't understand this thing where it's just like, oh, I like going to Disney and I feel like I'm a princess. Really? You're a grown-ass woman. What are you doing? That's not normal, right? No. Do you ever want to feel like a kid again, Minnie? All the time. I wish I could feel like a kid again, but no, I don't actively what, seek it. What the it. fuck? I'm asking the guy who collects fucking toys and I'm sitting in front of an entire collection of toys over here. Mm. And I'm asking him if he wants to feel like a kid again. Of course Well, listen, dork. Which one of us has actually gone to Disney World to like, spend his day at the Star Wars exhibits? At the Star Wars show. Which one of us has done that? It wasn't my idea. Aunt and Missy wanted to go. Oh. If Aunt and Missy wanted you to use racial slurs on the internet, would you do that yes, too? Yes. Do you okay. want me to? I'm going to get text from Missy. Yes, okay. please. I love Missy. Use racial slurs well. on the internet. We had a great time at Disney, but I didn't feel like a kid again. Well, that's I what I'm saying. I wasn't sitting there pretending I was a fucking droid from Star Wars. Beep, boop, beep, burp. I wasn't doing that. I was having adult beverages at the cantina like a grown-ass man would. Yeah. Why am I frozen like that? 
I hate your camera. I think you look great. I think it, that's not a good look. I just, it looks like I'm saying FKB. It all looks over like again. you're just mad at Kevin Bradley. I know. I it say. really does. All right. Wow. So now Wendy's going to talk about her experience. This is really annoying me. This is really getting obnoxious. This camera. Oh, dude. What did you? You were banging on the table and all of a sudden it stopped working. Oh, I know. It's always my fault that your equipment doesn't work. Oh, I don't think that. I just think this time it is. Okay. Uh, so now uh, Wendy's going to tell the story about her experience with Disney. And it's a little bit different than how Beth feels about it. Mm-hmm. When I went to Disneyland, my dad didn't come home. So I what? am. <laughs> what? We went to Disneyland as a family and then my dad left. Anyway, oh my so God. I, oh hate my God. I hate Disneyland. So she's black Latinx. I guess I know which race the father is. All right. That story checks out. That's pretty traumatizing. Holy shit. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Oh, I think that's, I... that's rough. Yeah, my dad went to Disney for a pack of cigarettes and never came back. Where, why are you going to Disney, Dad? Ah, just I'll Honestly, that's one of the nicer ways a guy has been a deadbeat dad. You at least got a trip to Disney. That's true. Most kids get nothing. Oh, dude. It's kind of like the Tiger Woods, how he broke up with his girlfriend. Did you, did you hear about this? What, which one? The girlfriend or the wife? The recent girlfriend. No. Who didn't. was helping him raise his children. They lived together for, I think, six years. Okay. And he decided he was done with her. So what he did is he goes, okay, pack up all your stuff. We're going on this amazing vacation. They drive to the airport, and he goes, oh, hey, look, it, there's my lawyer. He wants to talk to you. I'll, I'll meet up with you later. She gets out. The lawyer says, yeah, you are you guys are no longer boyfriend and girlfriend. Changes all the locks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never, never talks to her again. Never, ever talk to her. You didn't know about that? It's the funniest story. She's like, well, can Holy I at least shit. say goodbye? She's like, can I say goodbye to the kids? She's been raising these kids for six no. years. They're like, nope, no, you're done. You're you're out of the family. Tiger's done with you. Oh, It's fucking funny. Oh, my God, that is really, my lawyer wants to talk to you real quick. Yeah, oh, hey, look, there's my lawyer. What are the chances? Go say hi to him real he quick. He should have just fucking taken her to a farm and left her. <laughs> A farm upstate. All right. This is the last one I have. Now, I guess Wendy's married to an older white man. Okay. And uh, a question comes in about how they met. And Wendy's going to explain to us how she met her. That's so funny. Her husband. I've always wondered, Wendy, how did you meet old Whitey? (laughs) I love this question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thank you, Veronica, for asking it. So I met old Whitey like just before my 21st birthday when I was in college. And I think that my friends were really, really sick of me dating terrible men, men who cheated, men who were physically and verbally abusive. And then somebody set us up and old Whitey, like I'd never met somebody who was just so nice. Like he, he was just so nice to me and I never had uh, what the hell is going never, on here? I never ever had somebody be so nice. I thought it was a joke. I mean, he's so he was so nice. It was mm-hmm. crazy. And you know, we joke internally. We're, we're friends here. Old Whitey is like an old black man trapped inside a large white man's <laughs> body. Now you notice what Wendy does. She befriends certain white people and says, "You're one of the good ones. You actually have the soul of a black person." But in that story. When she was dating what I would assume to be non-white people, she was having a hell of a time at the dating scene. Hooks up with this white guy who's just like a black guy, but treats her nice. This is really it's a weird, weird story, right? Yeah. I'm I, starting to think that Wendy's the racist in all of this. I don't know. I could be wrong. She's the one that seems really focused on race. 
on everything. When you're that focused on race, you know, this is what happens. People have to look at this because all you're doing is talking about race. The last thing I want to do is sit here and examine how race comes into her fucking relationships. I don't give right. a fuck. Yeah, do you know how you know I'm not racist? I don't talk about race. I don't give a fuck about it. It's that, not a thing that registers with me. Oh, like, she, you know, this is what this is. This is. She calls her husband old whitey, for Christ's sake. His name's Brian. <laughs> like, I don't know what his fucking name is. Right. What the fuck? Nigel. I don't know what the fucking name this guy is, but she's just calling him old whitey. And fuck, go, no, don't worry. He's got the soul of an old oh, black Oh, and then she goes on to say he's good at basketball. I'm like, I'm like Jesus Christ. Wendy, what the fuck? She goes, I love that question. How Wendy, I- you suck. I don't like you, Wendy. I don't but like I will say this, going out to uh, Pee Wee, about that story of her meeting her husband. I love that story. <laughs> R.I.P. Pee Wee. All right, I'm sorry. I had to revisit Fruit Loops. Serial Killers of Color is the name of that podcast with Beth and Wendy. And if you are going to CrimeCon, maybe some of our viewers are. We're a true crime show. Tell them hello for us. Yes, say hello to them. They'll be on Podcasting Row. I don't know what's going on with your camera right now, dude. Well, it's freezing up a lot. I know that. Yeah. Hold on a second. I'm coming in now. Uh-oh. Oh, you know, you know it's serious now. Vinny does not look happy. He is not happy about what's going on with this camera right now. Do I have to get like real close to it when it freezes up? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, maybe I should just do this the whole time. People might like that. It's might get more super better. chats. Definitely better. Carl, I think it's time for some voicemails. Okay. But I also think that your buddy Vinny did something dumb. Hold on. Uh-oh. What did my buddy Vinny do this time? Nothing. I got it. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. In honor of the Barbie movie, Mattel has released a special Syracuse version of the doll. It comes with its own ankle bracelet and crack smell diffuser. Barbie Dream 1994 Kia sold separately. See you in Syracuse. Nice. Low mileage. Low mileage. Carl? Someone's saying I'm secretly in uh, Florida. I'm pulling a Howard Stern right now. Oh, so here's what's happening right now, and I find it really funny, is because we're broadcasting the creep off on the WATP page for the first time. A lot of WATP people are being exposed to this show for oh, the first time. Oh, so they're not used to me being in your studio. Yeah, even say. though we've been doing this for three years yes, now. correct. Three years every Monday. Yep. Yeah. What, are you upset about it, Vinny? What are you <laughs> No. Am I not promoting the creep off enough? Is that what you're saying? No, this is probably the most you've ever done to promote it. So That's true. That's a good I'm going to give you a lot of credit thank for this, you. actually. Thank you. And I'll, th- I'll say thank you. Okay. A, voice, a, ma- a voicemail from the podcast prophet. Podcast prophet, I know the spirit speaks through you when you drink, but could you please just make these a little bit shorter? Just a little podcast shorter. Podcast prophet here. Uh, Holy Spirit speaking through me right now. I don't understand. Um Carl Pick Anthony, whatever the fuck his last name is, from the Red Hot Chili Peppers as a creep, is it because he's jealous that he's got a more successful band? And Carl's jealous that he wasn't able to bang 16 and 14-year-olds in the late 80s? Like, Dudes. I mean, you know, your, your, your shitty fucking ween-inspired uh, band you know, is, is whatever, but, like, it just sounds like sour grapes, my guy. And on top of that... The only reason you didn't go to fucking Gary, Indiana, is because you didn't have somebody to go with you? Like, how fucking stupid is that? Like, that is the worst excuse ever. Just drive there, spend a couple hours, and fucking drive back. If you could make the time for a fucking baseball trip, then you can make the time.
time. What the fuck? Thank you, fuck you, bye. Mm-hmm. I think what you need to do in Gary, Indiana, when you get there, is you and Brian need to roll up to the Jackson 5 house, and you both have to get out of the car and run and touch the doorknob as quick as you can and get back to the car alive. Oh, maybe I'll play Knock Knock Runaway in the neighborhood. That'd be fun. Hey, I want to point out Jake Hudson's watching the show. And if you just scroll up a little bit on the chat, if you want to just pull up what he wrote, it's all, it's all caps. Yeah, there it is. He says, why is Minnie rocking so much? Is he on something or having a hard time holding up all that weight? Good question, Jake Hudson. Uh, it's just maybe, that, maybe that isn't Jake around. Hudson. That's not even spelled correctly. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, he spelled Vinny right, so that was pretty good. You got that right. It's all better right. than most people. It's pretty good. Uh, here's someone else who says, fuck me. All right. Everybody who's not a bitch baby and, you know, can go to Gary, Indiana, you know, just raise your hand. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, now everybody's not a fucking retard and doesn't want to get robbed, raise their hand. Hello? Fuck you, Vinny, you fat. No, you're not that fat. Love you, Vinny. Okay. <laughs> wow, okay. Thank uh, you very much, caller. I appreciate that. I have a voicemail that came in great. on the WATP line. Hey, Carl, this is Diego from Gary, Indiana. We're really upset that you're not coming down to visit. We had a whole welcoming committee ready with hookers and blow and everything, but since you're not coming, I guess we'll skip out on the rest of it. Oh, no. Uh, please pass us a message along to Cardiff uh, and Vinny. I love their show, but the roll call is just fucking unbearable. Call me back. I've told Cardiff this many times. I don't know why he does it. I don't know why he does it. It's one of those things like the hype train with Chad Zumach. Where it starts off, he's goofing on the people who do the roll call, like Opie and John, and then that turns into his show. And it's like, well, now it's no longer funny. You're just doing the thing that sucks. Mm -hmm. It's like two minutes, and we like to say hello to the big kahunas. Mind your business. Fair enough. The great Seamus. Hey, Vinny. Hey, Carl. It's great Seamus here. Got a consequence for you is that you guys need to pose for a drawing uh, all uh, uh, Kate Winslet and Titanic. <laughs> yeah, that that would be horrifying. Volunteer anyway, as a nude model in an art class. I love it. Would you do that, Carl? Would you volunteer as a nude model for an art class? I, d I don't think I would, there, Vinny. I don't think that'd be a fun time for anyone involved. All right, I have one more voicemail. Do you have any more? No, nope, I'm good. All right, last one, and uh, I'm glad this got blown up because you did agree to go to Gary, Indiana, with Brian Johnson. Oh, man. See, I was actually going to vote for nobody but Carl from now on, since it turns out I figure if only Vinny's going to do his consequences, only he should spin the wheel. Right. But if Carl is going to actually go to Gary, Indiana, I guess I'll vote for, you know, whoever. Um, anyway, looking forward to the, the bill stream. So when are you going to make time for the bill stream? Um, I could probably do that this week. Really? Sure. Oh, God. Good, good, good. What a good guy you are, Carl. Everybody loves you, and you never do anything wrong. Why do I do this show? Why the fuck do I even do this show, Vinny? What do you how mean? It, I just complimented you. How does it you? benefit me in any fucking way? I was complimenting you. Yeah, I, I, I read right through that. I was reading your shirt. I saw right show through Show everybody that. your cool shirt. I think someone in uh, I, I just did the Sunday Dad thing. I think uh, somebody in, in Philadelphia gave this to me. I'm, I apologize. If Carl Cheeseburger that. did nothing wrong. That's right. Carl's a good boy, and he does his consequences. 
Vinny, I think we have a couple of uh, Super Chats that came in. Let's do that before we uh, get into our scum parade. Yes, sir. Uh, Dayla, I'm wearing an SD hat today, but still F you, Vinny. Go Padres, right to the middle of the pack. William Loney Esquire, $2, Vinny's favorite pizza toppings. Uh, last pizza I ordered was green peppers and sausage. It was fucking awesome. Uh, Uncle Jack, thanks for the four ninety nine. I don't know how you guys listen to this direct day after day. Props to you, Carl. And well, Ray. Uncle Jack, I appreciate that because I am not a true crime enthusiast. And when I was researching this uh, horrific crime that I presented today, it was actually quite, uh, it was rough. It was not fun. I think he was talking about the podcast we listen to, not well, that the content is fun. of the creep that, that I enjoy. I like making fun of podcasts. William Lonely Esquire, $2, three years, and I promote the creep off more than Carl. True story. Oh, stop it. You do a great job. Stop. Why do you feel so down on yourself today? Vinny, Why I, so down, friend? Vinny, I'm good, buddy. Okay. I'm good. I'm winning this this round. We'll see about I'm that. Killing it. Carl, are you ready to do a scum parade? I am. Scum parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck charades that these creeps have made. Scum parade. Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum parade. Stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad Soaking up the blood of a cat scum parade For the very first time on the scum parade, ladies and gentlemen Not only are we going down to Florida to start off the parade We are bringing our first creepy animal Yes, it's even, not even a person this time Carl, am I wrong, though? Uh, this is a, a ridiculous story, and there are people who I think are, are creeps in this one. But Sure, there are definitely people that are creeps in this one, but let's be real. It's the manatee named after Jimmy Buffett, right? Yes, there's a manatee named Jimmy Buffett who's yeah. uh, a little bigger than his brother is. His brother Hugh, God rest his soul. Yep. Now, a Florida manatee died earlier this year after having too much, quote, high-intensity sex with his brother, according to... Uh, officials this week uh, results revealed that the 38 year old manatee Hugh died in April after succumbing to traumatic injuries caused by an sexual encounter with his larger brother Buffett so wait what's Hugh's last name is it Jessel apparently not I mean <laughs> after his brother butt fucked him I bet it was one of the fatal injuries was a 14 and a half centimeter rip in Hugh's colon right a fecal sample collected by Hugh after the encounter confirmed the presence of fresh blood, but employees at the Monte Marina Laboratory and Aquarium reportedly allowed the two brothers to continue engaging in high-intensity fucking relations and occasional penetration throughout the day. Yeah. So Hugh's bleeding out his asshole, and they're still letting Buffett fuck his little brother. And don't they say it was natural? I incestual gay sex is natural to manatees? I don't think so. That can't be true. The months-long heightened sexual activity between the two brothers, the only manatees in the aquarium, was the first time the pair had been observed initiating and mutually seeking interactions with each other. So, like, they were the only manatees there. So this right. was, like, prison? Yeah, so I have a... Right! I have a solution! Introduce a female manatee! Play matchmaker for this poor horny guy who's butt-fucking his brother to death! Wouldn't that be a solution? On April 29th, animal staff noticed a significant change in Hugh's behavior, prompting them to collect the bloody stool sample, but did not interfere with Buffett's continued efforts to mount his alien brother. Unbelievable. 
And this whole article, all they're trying to do is cover this up. This this aquarium just like, look at it's everything's great. Everyone's having fun. The manatees are loving it. Everyone's having a good time. We didn't do anything wrong. Dude. When a manatee dies because his brother butt fucked him to death, someone fucked up at the aquarium. Don't you think, Mitty? I agree, Carl. We should hold someone responsible for this. Who's the warden of this aquarium? Yeah, I need a little accountability here. Holy shit. Now, the people at the aquarium have not responded uh, to any requests for comment, but both Hugh and Buffett lived at the museum at the uh, laboratory since 1996, and the world's only two manatees to participate in voluntary detailed behavior research and designed to aid manatee conservation. So a fun thing is last year, I believe it was Hugh who predicted the Super Bowl correctly. Oh, he God. picked the Chiefs. It's one of those. One of those manatees? Yes. It's one of those manatees. One of those gambling manatees. The, the manatee that was like on fucking probably uh, Good Morning, Good morning America, America and all yeah. that stuff got butt fucked to death by his brother. Crazy. What crazy world we live in, huh, Carl? Well, well, I mean, that is a very famous manatee, though. You got to give him that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's the only manatee I know about. So that's cool. Yeah. Won me a couple bucks. I took his advice. Nice. So oh. he was saying even with the spread, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, let's go to West Bengal. <laughs> Never mind. Hold on. Uh, Hugh knew about the spread. <laughs> yes, he did. He was Thank an expert. You. I had to backtrack to get that one in there. Thank you. Just like Buffett. A couple in West Bengal, India, sold their eight-month-old baby to buy an iPhone and travel for an Instagram content, Carl. I'm glad you read it that way because this article is very confusing. It is. because A was, lot of these articles out of from India, India. Yeah. are confusing. But what it said is, I believe in the headline, it says that the baby was sold for an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Which makes it sound like that was the transaction. Like, okay, I got this iPhone 6SE that I found at Southern John's house. And you, you have, have an that baby. Let's swap the two. But I think the baby's probably sold for money so they could purchase an iPhone. And I let me ask you this, Vinny. Are you not allowed to sell your children? I don't think you are. Why not? Because you could sell them to someone that could do horrible things to them. It's called human trafficking. Okay, but you're not the one trafficking them. The person who bought no, it. No, you are. If you're selling them. humans into slavery, I, you see, are I, participating in human trafficking. India's got some weird laws, man. You can't even sell your own children. Yeah, they're like cows walk around everywhere. That's true. <laughs> Stupid sacred cows. How dare they? Now, according to the Indian Express... Uh, the police department was alerted to the alleged incident after some of the defendant's residents saw the new phone and noticed that the infant hadn't been seen in days. That's how you know it's a small town. Yeah, no shit. That's how you know when you live in a small town. Whatever it's like, we haven't seen your baby, but they got an iPhone. Something's up. That's not a real iPhone, is it? Holy shit, that's a real iPhone. They must have committed some kind of crazy crime to own a real iPhone here in India. Police identified the couple as Jadav Ghosh and his wife Sati after questioning the mother... Of course, she rolled over and confessed and that her and told the cops that her and her husband wanted to use the money to take trips across the state so they could create content for Instagram reels. Now, if I was advising this couple, TikTok is where you want to go. Fuck Instagram reels. Mm-hmm. They're just you, behind. They're you got to get on TikTok with these videos. After Stupid. interrogation, she admitted uh, to the crime and informed that she and her husband wanted to use the money to use Instagram, Carl. Fucking Instagram. Yep. That is astounding to me. Police also said the father attempted to sell their older child, a seven-year-old, but the plan allegedly failed. See, that's because what, who wants a used kid? That's the funny part about it, though, is that they're trying to sell all their kids off. That's fun. Is there an amount that you would, like, 
if you want to get rid of your seven-year-old, right? Yeah. Like, if you're looking to sell your child. Well, there's always a price. price but my everything. question is this. Is there a price that you won't take? Oh, for me? Because it sounds like you're just trying to get rid of them. If somebody <laughs> offers you something, you just take it, right? Make me an offer, Vinny. Make me an offer. It sounds like there's no takers on the seven-year-old. It's, like it's like a yard sale. You're like, well, how much do you want for the, the seven-year-old for? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Make me an offer. I don't know. What are you thinking? How about a uh, an old Android phone? You got one of those? I'll take that. Will Instagram work on it? <laughs> yeah. Can I get Instagram reels up? Uh, well, police said that the father attempted to sell their older child. Like I said, investigators found the baby and the infant is now safe. Uh, this is a developing story and that was all the information that was out there. But folks, don't sell your kids. The infant's not safe. Instagram. The infant still lives in India. All right. It's not, it's not going to go well. It's a poor person in India. That's not good. Yeah, it could be worse. I don't know. All right, Carl. Let's go over to England, shall we? Sure. A man who found the body of a girl murdered by her own brother decided to fucking fool around with the body instead of calling the cops. Yes. This is an insane story that gets crazier and crazier the more you read. So this girl named Amber was led to a park at night and sexually assaulted and murdered by her brother, Connor Gibson, on November 26, 2021. And, all right. No, go ahead. Go ahead. The, The brother's 20 years old. She's 16. Yep. He decides he wants to rape her and murder, but... What was the order he did that in? In the grand scheme of things, does it matter? Yes, it does. It definitely does. Because if this woman's corpse was raped by two different people, that's got to be some type of record, right? Well, did this guy rape her corpse or did he just finger it a lot? Well, they said that they found his DNA in 39 different areas of her body, which sounds impressive. This guy's got some Peter North shit going on or something. Yeah, that's some webs. This guy's shooting fucking webs. Yeah, he's got some ropes. Now, (laughs) it was two days later that this guy, Stephen Corrigan, uh, was walking by and found Amber's body. So instead of alerting the police, he intimately touched the teenager's dead body and concealed it and tried to hide it from the police. See, now I would have just said, I thought it was someone's sex style. They're very real these days. I, I just saw someone left their sex doll out. I thought, hey, all right, cool. My sex doll now. Wow. So Corrigan's father is a 70, 79-year-old guy who is not defending his son. Uh, Corrigan. No, 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 that's not true. He, he tried to give him an alibi. He goes, yeah. oh, no, my son couldn't have done that. He was home with me the whole time. Yeah, but then when he got found guilty, he said, yeah, I'm not trying to protect him or nothing. Oh, right. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So in the footage, he could be seen taking a uh, – Hold on a second. Vinny, this is where it gets very confusing, this story. Yeah, I know. And I thought I reworded this and wrote it out perfectly. And now I'm looking at myself and realizing how. I would help you out, but I don't even know. I, I don't am. even know what happens after this because there's a lot of different people involved in a lot of different things. Yeah, so either way, this girl is dead. <laughs> All right, good. That's a good summary. I'm going to put way, it this, this girl way. Is dead. She got raped twice, one of the times when she might have been alive. Yes. All right. So she might have known about one of the rapes before right. shuffling off the mortal coil. Jesus Christ. All right. Last story, Carl. Let's go down to Tennessee, shall we? Yes. Here's something we don't get all the time. A lady pedo. Yeah. This is a weird one. This is a very, this is a, what do they call it? A unicorn. Yes. This is a, not the good kind of unicorn. No. The very, very bad kind of unicorn. A 33-year-old woman in Tennessee has been arranged and charged with a slew of abhorrent sexual crimes, which she is alleged to have trafficked in child sexual abuse material and engaged in sexual acts with her dog. 
Stephanie Weir was taken into custody on Tuesday in charge of two counts of sexual exploitation of a minor and one count of aggravated unlawful photographing of a minor and one count of criminal offense against animals. Now, the investigation into Weir began several months ago when the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children on May 18th reached out to the Memphis Police Department regarding a person saving apparent child pornography in a cloud account online. Okay, we make fun of people for owning hard drives. We've mm-hmm. talked about this many times. How many hard drives? When you go to someone's house and hey. they have double-digit hard drives, they're up to no good. But, I want to scream. But he- hard drives are a much better place to keep your CP than the cloud. Hey, Pedo, don't put your porn in the clouds. Never store it in a cloud environment. I can't stress that enough. And also, I'm sure she labeled these things. Like, you know, Timmy gets fingered and shit like that. It's like, no, you can't. People are going to see that, dummy. Now, the report went on to say that the flag data was an image showing a child in a lascivious pose nude and that she had allegedly saved more child sexual abuse material through the account. So according to the report, the Memphis police said the unlawful photos or videos depicted the other three files or videos depicting adults and engaging in unlawful sexual acts with children, five files of photographs depicting children posing nude in a sexual manner, and one video that allegedly showed we were having a dog perform a sex act on her. Children posing nude in a sexual manner. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. I mean. <laughs> what the fuck? Again, do we have to point this out? Kids don't even know how to wipe. No, exactly. I don't want to see them spread eagle. That sounds terrible. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine how bad this would have been if it happened in a Walmart in Alabama? I see what you did. I see what you did there, Vinny. <laughs> Bringing it back to your story. Uh, the officers uh, took Weir into custody. She agreed to be interviewed by detectives, reportedly admitted to engaging in a litany of illegal behavior. She allegedly confessed to using her cell phone to contact groups on social media and search for child sexual abuse material and for storing videos and images of child sex abuse in her uh, cloud account. Now, she... here's what I'm learning, Carl. This is really, really scary. Facebook... The, the the boomer fucking platform that everybody left. Yes. Is turning into a place that you could very easily find child pornography. Really? I did not know that. So what's happening is there are all these groups that are supposed to be like for teens. Okay. And when you join these groups, the links are in them that send people to telegraph. Okay. And I'm learning this from Gordon Flowers. Interesting. And once they get on telegraph into these chat rooms on telegraph, that's when they could find the stuff. So people are just Facebook is fucking sending them right to this shit. So because people have deserted Facebook, all of the creeps came in and went, hey, we can take this place over now. Everyone's gone. Let's go. I, it's what it sounds no like. No shit. Going on. I had no idea yeah. that was going on. So they're they're treating it like an abandoned building in Gary, Indiana, is what you're telling me. They're just moving right in. It's not great. Yeah, it's not great. Now, uh, she has a defense attorney. She is in jail, and I hope she stays there. She's disgusting. Uh, let's hit up some of our last Super Chats. Yeah, because the, actually this David Chandler one right here for $20. Thank you very much, David Chandler. Love you. Um, I think he's referring to his dog, Spud. And he says, Spud is horrified, and I agree Yeah, with this story. And I just want to give us kudos right now, Vinny, because I wrote a note for myself. I don't want to give anything away, but we finished that story, and neither of us said the words peanut butter. And I just want to give us credit for that because I think every other podcast in existence would have made a peanut butter joke and we avoided it. Woo! That's us, baby. Pat myself on the back for that one. Carl. Yes, sir. This has been a fun episode. Has it? 
I had fun with you. Did you have fun? I'm going to make it more fun because I have one more story I want to read for you, Vinny. You got a story for me? This one came in from Herb Beta Patch on our uh, Discord. Love it. Of course, if you want to check out our Discord, it's on the Who Are These Podcasts Discord server. There's a channel called The The Creep Off. Yeah, and uh, neither of us police it. No. In case anyone's wondering. We definitely do not. So whatever's going on in there is up to them. But uh, if you want to find a link to that, there is a link on whoarethese.com, and you can join the conversation. There's a lot of people who have fun in that channel. And Herb Beta Patch sent us this fun story. Upstate New York teen drove drunk at over 100 miles per hour with nine kids in his car, including two in the trunk, troopers say. Hmm. See, this is just like the fun true crime stuff that we don't get into enough around here, I think. Yeah, I kind of like this story so far. All right. A 16-year-old driving at over 100 miles per hour in upstate New York. Uh, is that, I guess that's the same thing. While patrolling Route 20 on Sunday morning in New Lebanon, troopers saw a 2019 Honda Civic going over 100 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. And uh, New Lebanon is a town of 2,500 people. Yeah, weird fact about it. Way worse than old Lebanon. No, really? Oh, no, yes. It's it's east of Albany. Okay. I don't think I've been there before. The troopers pulled the car over at about 5.20 a.m. They headlined me in Lebanon. I bet they do. <laughs> um, you, you've done gigs there, haven't you? No, I, I think oh, I've okay. driven through it, though. The um, You've done some gigs in some small towns, my friend. Dude. I got I to give you that. Oh, well, now I'm retired. <laughs> Uh, 5.20 a.m. Sunday morning. So these kids are out partying all night. That's some serious stamina. And uh, they, they pull over this car going 100 miles per hour in a 45, 16-year-olds behind the wheel. A total of nine other juveniles, four of whom were under the age of 16, were in the car. Two of those kids were in the trunk of the sedan. Troopers determined the driver was under the influence of alcohol. The driver was charged with four counts of aggravated driving while intoxicated. The driver was also charged under Leandra's law. You familiar with this? Mm-hmm. This law allows first-time offenders who are driving while intoxicated with children younger than 16 years old to face up to four years in prison. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he's got some young friends in there with him, and they're all getting loaded and really driving around. That's a problem. Just having a good old time. And, uh, yeah, that's a fun one. Thank you, Urbana Patch, for, uh, for sending that in. He's always, he's always checking out Syracuse.com for us. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I should be living on that site, but... Oh, it's dude. It's too sad. Let me it's tell you, too sad. Let me tell you this. Speaking of uh, local news sites, I was checking out the DemocratandChronicle.com today. Mm-hmm. It turns out, and let me- uh, That is the Rochester local newspaper. That everybody. is. I used to work there. I worked there, well, for the website. I was in the new media department back in the early aughts. And actually, I, I mailed this out to people. So it says, Rochester has the highest car theft increase in the U.S., most suspects are 13 to 18 years old. The Hyundai in the driveway across the street from my house was stolen recently. Yep. And my next door neighbor came over last night, knocked on the, the door, and she goes, just so you know, um, we had a catalytic converter stolen out of one of our cars in the driveway over here. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Did Chad actually come up to my neighborhood like he said he was going to? got the wrong house. He got the wrong one. got the wrong house, unfortunately. Oh, man. You know, what was really fucking funny was... It's happening everywhere up here. Like Kias and in Hyundai's and Hyundai's are you could steal them very easily. I was talking to my mechanic about it. Yes, it turns out that a USB drive fits perfectly into the little compartment to start it. Like you don't, there's nothing fancy about it. Yep, you just have to have and a USB drive. There's TikTok videos that show you how to do it. And so these kids, because I also have a, a friend 
who works for the security at Wegmans, the, the local grocery chain. And he bounces around to the different stores around here. And he says, the crime is out of control. There's all these teenagers who go in there and steal all this shit and then run out and hop into their Kia that they stole and drive away. And the police, I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but the police are not allowed to chase them. The protocol is the police cannot chase them. So these kids are driving around smashing the car into something. I mean, this happened right here at this comedy club. They yeah. smashed into the front and stole the ATM. Yeah. And then actually opened the ATM uh, behind a building. I, I went and checked out the scraps because it was still there. But, Vinny, this is fucking out of control. Why is it Rochester? Why does Rochester have the most stolen cars right now? You know why? Because we have the worst school district in the state of New York. Yeah, well, that's... How, how, are, how is Syracuse beating us, Vinny? They're not. This is an outrage. We're the worst at that, but they're still worse than us. So take that, Syracuse. God damn it. Uh, I would like to say thank you to everybody who tuned in today. Yes. All of you who are watching over on uh, the Who Are These Podcast YouTube channel, thank you so much. If you wouldn't mind, help Carl and I out and pop over to the Creep Off page and uh, hit subscribe over there. And most importantly, participate. Join the fun. Visit thecreepoff.com. And vote for who you thought brought the bigger creep this week, Carl. And it myself. was me for sure. Are there oh. any super chats that we missed, Vinny? Not a one. Before we uh, we head out here. Not a one, Carl. Nope, you're right. We hit them all. Thank you guys so much for participating and for promoting. Uh, I really appreciate the super chats. We'll probably be simulcasting this on both channels from here on out. Yes, so you could join. plan on joining us on Mondays. We're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, you could subscribe anywhere. All the links are on the creepoff.com. You can find links to uh, the audio, the video, everything. Check it out. Uh, it's nice to be important, Carl. It's more important to be nice. Good gear. Oh, no. What the hell is this supposed to be? It's the creep off. Oh, boy. You think you can get away with that without having legal, legal ramifications? You're out of your fucking mind.